Welcome to the High Ground Podcast. I'm Stevie. And Callum. And today we are going to be looking at uh, Demolition Man Ooh. and the sterility of cinema. Yep. And society, I suppose. Yeah, censorship. Censorship. Everyone's favourite. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of funny. I've got a, I've got a, uh, kind of an interesting way I actually came up with this uh, idea of looking at Demolition Man outside of the action genre. Yeah. Is that uh, there's Matt Berry. You may know him from what we do in the shadows, the IT crowd, Toast of London. He was released an album just of TV themes a few years ago. And it kind of hit me that it's uh, very much like Demolition Man with the adverts being the mini tunes. I mean, don't get me wrong, this is a fantastic album where Matt Berry does his take on on like the TV shows that he grew up in the themes. He's a multi-instrumentalist. And it got me thinking about how relevant Demolition Man is in today's society. A film which you wouldn't naturally hold up there with the likes of, you know, The Watchmen, THX, yeah. Logan's Run. You know, you don't call it high art science fiction. No, no, no. No, well, no, I mean, it's just, it's an action film, isn't it? I yeah. mean, when I was a kid, I was kind of like, it, it's like a Stallone movie, you know, Wesley Stites movie, that's all it was to me, but like, in a good way. But yeah, I mean, I was quite surprised with how deep some of the stuff in it was, like the, the background stuff, as we'll discuss, is quite... Scary and relevant, isn't it? It is. It, it's it's like this, it's not the sort of film you'd ever imagine going looking for the for anything deep in it yeah. or remotely. I mean, it's not nineteen eighty four. I mean, no, you wouldn't no. you, you wouldn't go go like that, and it's not held in this, the same old with like, Blade Runner, literally listing sci fi. But I mean, this is a film that was made. It was released in nineteen ninety three on a budget of fifty seven. Which are fifty-seven million dollars, according to IMDb, its worldwide gross was fifty-eight million. According to Wikipedia, it was one hundred and fifty-nine. So it's not a major grossing movie. No, I mean, I, I think I was too young. I might have been too young to remember any trailer or anything like that. But um, it was always a, it was a film that I knew growing up a lot. Like, I mean, my dad had it on VHS and that, so I sort of wore that out. <laughs> I remember. Going, I went to the cinema to see this because this was like after sliding the flops, like stuff on my mum's shoes, yeah. uh, uh, Rambo 3, Rocky 5, you, you done Cliffhanger, and you was like Cliffhanger Demolition Man specialist. Uh, yeah. And Demolition Man, I mean, I, I loved it at the time. I remember seeing it on a big screen, it was fantastic. And it's one that did deserve a sequel and a decent yeah. Blu ray release or DVD release. I mean, there's so much stuff like deleted scenes which we, we haven't seen. But it's when you think of, I mean, it was to get the, the timeline right. It uh, starts on in on the twenty fifth November nineteen ninety six. Yeah, and you know, and uh, so it's only like three years later than the film was released. With uh, with Los Angeles in ruin again. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Christ, they do have cryostasis. Yeah, and John Spartan is accused of. Murder of yeah, it's like is it involuntary manslaughter? Yeah, they call it or something. And he gets put into cry prison, even though you you find out, oh this is gonna be full of spoilers. Yeah, that he was uh, he was framed because Simon Phoenix had already done the murders. Yeah, yeah, and he knew he would go after him first. Yeah. He? So yeah. So and you know the future actually starts on the third of August twenty thirty two, which is like eleven years away. Yeah, not far. Yeah. So. And it's, it's, it's quite amazing how society, if you look at society in the early 90s and com- compared 
to now i mean it's sort of like we are living in a controlled future that is yeah i mean it's weird i didn't realize the beginning was set in the future for a long time like you should just sort of assume like the 90s for me were just the 90s like there never seemed to be any sort of special it's the same with um predator 2 similar it's set in 1997 and um again la like is a war zone so i don't know what, what they thought la was <laughs> whether they thought la was like screwed in the future but it's just um oh coincidentally as well the the captain from Lethal Weapons in both films yeah Steve Kahn yeah so yeah. I don't know whether it's supposed to be like uh, if, if you the look same character. <laughs> that is that is a different character Captain Healy he plays in this but if you look in the walls there's a Lethal Weapon poster on the walls yeah it's one of um Huxley's collections isn't it yeah I I will uh, 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 there is his collect her collection in her office does have a lot of. Uh, Interesting stuff. Was that the same year as Lethal Weapon 3? Lethal I think it's Lethal Weapon 3 poster, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, Lethal Weapon 2 was 19... Was it? Lethal 2 was 89, so it would, it would be the same period. Isn't it Joel Silver? Was... Yeah, he's a producer, isn't he? So, yeah. I mean, there's also a Chili Peppers poster, Blood, Set, Blood Sex, Sugar Magic, and... One thing I just... Oh, I noticed this time around, when I watched it last, was this uh, Batman and Joker toys. I'd imagine if you pause that scene, there's probably quite a lot. Yeah. Did you pause it, yeah. Yeah, so, so I was just looking around her office, just, just looking for things that, which, you know, uh, but at the time, those sort of things were, were, were new to us. Yeah. You know, you know, and having them on as being, I mean, now we all look towards, we do look towards the 80s and the 90s now for, for inspiration, not only yeah. just. Well, I think, I think the next decade, will make it suitable that the 90s is the... Because the, we've said to before, haven't we, that nostalgia works in kind of 20, 30-year periods, doesn't it? So yeah. the 80s saw the 50s as nostalgic, the the 90s saw the 70s, and, you know, and recently we've been seeing a lot of films set in the 80s, haven't we? You know, like yeah. It Chapter 1 is set in the 80s instead of the 50s, and I think the next decade, yeah, it'll be the 90s. So it's quite weird that, you know, that they sort of predicted that little cycle. Yeah. In this, because I mean, Huxley is kind of like the she's obsessed with like the 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 nineties and the violence of the twentieth century and all that, isn't she? And I actually, what I really do like about this film is when you get those those ones where someone's sort of the Rip Van Winkle story, where they wake up in the future and they're out, they're a person out of time. Well, the villain is as well, and he also doesn't know what the hell's going on, and he's got voices in his head, and somehow knows all these passwords and martial arts. And I think that's that's really cool. I like the, the fact that. It's not just the hero, it's the villain as well. Yeah. You know, they're both sort of thinking what the hell's going on. And he's a good villain. He's still one of Simon Phoenix has been programmed. Yeah. By he doesn't know how. He doesn't know even if it says he doesn't know how how he knows all this stuff. He's been programmed through MDK's most death kills. Yeah. And or Sly is a seamstress. Yeah. And it's it's brilliant. And you got these people that are just violent people that are just yeah. waking up in a, a future where it's just sterile, isn't it? it? Is. There's no like, there's no real emotion, is there? No, you you no physical contact. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I forgot about that because the high fives are sort of uh, they stop just before yeah. the hands, don't they? As if like you know, and that, that's a kind of thing now as well, isn't it? Especially with COVID. You know, not making contact with people. You know, you'd have laughed at it back in nineteen ninety three, wouldn't you? Yeah. 
here it is. We're not allowed to be two more more than two meters next to each other. And Unless you're in a supermarket when it's a free for Yeah, and there's no rules and you can do whatever the fuck you like. So. Yeah. Because you've got to get that last roll of toilet paper. Yeah. That's never going to sell out. Just heaven forbid you shit self. Yeah. Oh, talking of shit as well, the, um, the three seashells. Three seashells. <laughs> I still haven't figured out the three seashells. No, yet. there is like whole guides online to how people think it works and stuff. <laughs> But that goes into environmentalism as well. Yeah, getting rid of paper. Yeah. But they do write a lot of paper. On the credits. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like for, for the verbal, was it a... You can find three credits for the verbal something. The, the A violation of the Verbal Moralities Act. Yeah. <laughs> or statute, sorry. And the funny thing is, I mean, especially with programmes like The Boys, mm. it's gone. that's one thing that has gone the opposite way, whereas nobody is swearing. Yeah. In this future, but you look at things like the boys, where I'm pretty certain the c word is kind of uh, like Game of Thrones. Yeah, and and violence. Yeah, that, that's the only element I would say that they got wrong. Yeah, that it's, it's that uh, I mean, violence is, and foul language has become more accepted, whereas yeah, a lot of the stuff that's on TV and because of streaming services, we. Uh, we we are, or there's still stuff that you have to be eighteen eighteen or fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah. We can now witness on TV at any time of the day we choose. Yeah. And and I and with video games, children are exposed to stuff that we wouldn't be exposed oh, God, to, yeah. and it, it it it's well, I even remember when crazy. video games like didn't swear at all. There was violence, but they didn't swear, and then you get like there was a certain point where it just went. They just sort of thought, oh, screw it, films are swearing, <laughs> we're okay too. But yeah, no, I know, yeah, it's strange, isn't it, how sometimes sci-fi is extremely dated and gets it wrong. And there's some stuff in this, like, you know, the um, where they use like, specific dates, like the earthquake in 2010 yeah. and that, you know, obviously that didn't happen. But I don't mind stuff like that because science fiction ain't about, it's not a predicting game, is it? It's a... It's just a lens to how society could be, yeah. and that is how it's become in some ways. I, but the earthquake, I actually, I mean, it's it kind of hit me slightly relevant today because doesn't fracking, well, yes, but yeah. global warming, climate change, yeah, that would all lead to. I may be wrong because I'm not a geologist, but the earthquake, the big one of two thousand and ten, I I linked that, which wouldn't have been relevant at the time to fracking. I suppose, yeah. I mean, I mean, there has been big earthquakes, hasn't there? Yeah. Just not in. Uh, well, I don't think any in California. I mean, I yeah, suppose that, you've got, like, yeah, that California fires, is. That is a hotbed for. Yeah, it's the San Andreas Fault, isn't it? Yeah. But I mean, yeah, even the beginning, you know, where you see like the Hollywood Hills on fire, and then they've had like the California bushfires and stuff. Yeah. Under, yeah, I mean, it is strange how I've never thought of any of this stuff years ago. With yeah, demolition man at all. It's uh, it's it's an action movie which is disposable. Yeah, it's that's what it was. It was made. Yeah, they were all made to be sort of just digested in two hours or an hour and a half, weren't they? And you have a bit of fun, but it's it's just. I actually wrote. We were about this up there outlawed and illegal. I actually wrote them down. Smoking, alcohol, caffeine, contact sports, meat. So everybody's vegetarian in the future. Yes, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> no. Bad language, chocolate, gasoline, un uneducational toys, anything spices, abortion, and pregnancy if you don't have a license. Wow. That is so Orwellian, actually, isn't it? Yeah. 
I can't I just think spicy things. <laughs> Why spicy things? It's just that's rude. I love spicy. I love yeah. spicy. Food. I like all of that apart from contact sports and abortion. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm not a fan of abortion. No. Sorry, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're not. We're sort of not far off that. You know, when he makes remarks about, um, you know, this fascist crap. Because yeah. I mean. For all the facts that they're like, there's there's order and harmony, and it's a utopia essentially, isn't it? They are all dressed like fascists yeah. again, aren't they? <laughs> you know, with the the metal sort of, I don't know what they are like, connects to glow, their belts. the glow rods. Yeah, but like the the belt things that go across yeah. their chest, they're all fascists have them, yeah. don't they? And yeah, it's just it. Is it? I, I think that's where like the interesting stuff from it comes from the interplay with John Sax, uh, John Spartan. Sorry, mm. John Saxon. Um, being sort of frozen in the nineties, and then he wakes up in the twenty thirties, and you know, and when he like you say when he asks for a cigarette, and he's, I think he says like a Marlboro, a Marlboro and that guy's like, yeah, what's a Marlboro? <laughs> That's what I, it makes the plot more interesting. You do pay attention more when there's that disparity, isn't it? But smoking, you try to lower it, but the thing is with tobacco companies is they always find the next thing, so so yeah. it becomes vaping. Yeah, yeah, which. Yeah, we never would have thought of back then. And plus, the government makes money off of it, so I'm not going to ban it. God no, <laughs> no. Another one is when when the, everyone when they're born, they have a tracker under the skin. Yeah. And which okay, up until pre-COVID, you're looking at mobile phones, your trackers. Everybody's got a mobile phone. Yeah. Everybody likes to update their status. Credit cards. Yeah. Everything. I mean, I I can't think of a way you can't be tracked now. <laughs> And then you've got all these people with the conspiracy theorists, not me, not us, <laughs> that believe that the COVID vaccine is they're putting Man trackers made, in yes, us. They're putting the yes. trackers in us through the COVID. And it's the people that come up with that one are the ones that come around with their phones updating their status to where they are. Yeah. Or well, um, my favourite is people that go on holiday, take a picture of their house and say, going on holiday for two weeks, can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> well so, done, you just posted a picture of your house online. <laughs> Yeah, so everybody knows because someone likes your post that you don't know, you know someone else that there's someone else, and hello, you come back to an empty house. Yeah. When I say empty, I mean you've been robbed. I don't get people who do that, but everybody likes people to know where yeah. they are. And it and it's that just amused me. So it's that we are living in a society where goes slightly off. It's like a you know, with vampire movies and stuff. I was thinking about that the other day, about nowadays, it'd be hard to do something like that because you'd always... There's always going to be somewhere where someone would see you because everybody's yeah. got everywhere. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And I was like, <clears throat> we always know, as a rule, where everybody is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that whole sort of... I think uh, Nigel Hawthorne plays... Is it Dr. Cocteau? Cocteau. Raymond Cocteau. Yeah, he's supposed to be the guy that's came up with this, like, utopia. I presume he's the guy that came up with the whole utopian society thing, but as with all these utopian societies, it's kind of, it's grimy beneath the surface, mm. isn't it? You know, and there's people starving underground. But it's interesting because when you first watch it, you do think Edgar Friendly is the bad guy, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Because that's how they want to frame it for you. And uh, it's just basically how rich people view poor people, isn't it? Even that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Donald Trump in charge, isn't it? <laughs> it's just Donald Trump in charge, isn't it? Yeah. 
But, I mean, even things like, you know, like political correctness have gotten as on, you know, off the trolley now, hasn't it? And oh, that's crazy. That's and, you know, the, the part where um, she's talking to the warden on the, the video and when she gets to work, the, uh, the chief of police sort of tells her off for, oh, that was a disturbing things you were saying to the warden earlier, do not like harmony and, you know, no chaos and that. And she sort of says, oh, yeah, sorry, thanks for the attitude adjustment, boss, or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and calling like a telling off attitude adjustment. It's just... That is political correctness. Yeah, that is political right. correctness, isn't it? It's like, we used to call HR personnel, but no, it's HR human resources. Yeah. It is very... Yeah, I mean, it's admin, isn't it? Yeah. There's no other word for it. And... Everything's got to be safe now, hasn't it? So it doesn't offend anyone. And that's why you're just praying for Stallone to wake up, isn't it? You know, and stuff. Yeah. God, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have to be... We are, we are, we are, you have to be very careful what you say because someone is always someone listening will. to you. Yeah, and someone will take offence. Yeah. Even if the person you're talking to, you know, doesn't take... It's just crazy, isn't it? I mean, it's just... It's got to the point where you're so scared to say that, try and find the right word that you maybe stumble and use the wrong word by accident. Yeah. Or, I mean, what is the wrong word? I mean, everyone... Offence is always taken, not given, so I don't understand how you can quantify it. Because some people might not find the term offensive that that term's referring to, and some might. So you can't quantify... It's like going to see a comedian, isn't it? Yeah. You can't tell what's going to offend you. But comedians now... If you look at some of the stuff they got away with up until recent, in the recent years, yeah, you have to go decide. You want a career, or do you want, or do you want to uh, be poor? Because at the end of the day, the, if you tone, you have to tone down, not because you want to tone down. It's just because you know someone's going to be out there wanting to take you down. So yeah. you've got to be. You have to. You have to hope you haven't written anything in your tweets or in yeah, anything on, on some social ago. media. Yeah. Someone's going to take a screenshot of it and bring it up. Yeah. And you, you I mean, I, I, the other day I was, I was, I took a, a film which I'm not going to name because I don't really want to name it. I took two safe films and I was like, I'm going to, I decided to, to tear them down. And that's all I have to do now. And I was able to, I was able to find enough to do it. Mm. And I was like. I'm not going to go on the internet right now and, and let anybody know that I've done this because I like the films. I'm picking holes, but all it takes is one person on a computer yeah. just to write this. Is the, if you watch this film again, you can see this, this, and this. Such and such is a such and such is this and this because yeah. he put this in his film. And I'm like, I'm not doing this because I really enjoyed this film and I just knew that I could take a, a, two innocent films. I define it as innocent because there's yeah, nothing sure, in there really, yeah, yeah. but you can pick holes and make people turn against them. Yeah, I mean, but you know, there's this, you know, that like the arguments people are having about, um, you know, like Looney Tunes having introductions by like Whoopi Goldberg and that saying that these cartoons held views back then that aren't held now. Yeah. I honestly don't think like it's a cartoon, and yeah, we like it. It's it's fine having that introduction, but I think sort of banning them outright without saying why or that's i think that's that's just sent that's just fascist censorship yeah like there's there's no need for things like like the warning at the, at the beginning is fine because you're, you're saying oh there are stuff in here that's offensive don't watch it if you don't want it you know but 
I, I, like we were saying this earlier, weren't we? Like, I think covering up history is more damning than trying to, I don't know, than giving a disclaimer before it, you know, sort of. It would be like having a war film with no swastikas in it. Yeah. You know, ha lying is way more harmful than, you know, because we've seen how easily fascism can take root recently. <laughs> it definitely. If you if you whitewash history, yeah, you're creating you're creating it so that it can happen again. Yeah. By if we don't evolve, you know, if we don't show our evolution as a society. Like in the future, in the Demolition Man's future, where everything has been banned. Yeah. By not showing all this stuff that happened, it doesn't open up the discussion. So, yeah. If you've got someone, if you've got a show that's got stuff that's now offensive and you're talking to children about it, this is how society used to be. This is yeah. what we used to do, but we now know it's wrong. Yeah. Just like 50 years from now, we'll say, this is what we used to do then. Yeah. It's wrong. You know, we need to we need to have our history so we can acknowledge it. Yeah, we. I mean, look at the British Empire. To to whitewash that that we were not the British Empire and say, oh, we've always been politically correct. We always did everything right. No, yeah. no. It means that if you whitewash everything and you take everything away that's happened in the past, someone can come along in the future and do it all over again because there's no point of reference to go back to. Because they've all forgot it. Yeah. Yeah. We need to remember the bad more than we do the good because that's how things like this don't happen again. Yeah, I mean, you can't just say, oh, I'm not going to show these these kids Schindler's List because it's a bit disturbing. And it's a bit offensive yeah. towards the Germans. Not every German was like this. Yeah. But you, these fuckers were. Like, yeah. They need, you know, maybe not children. It is a bit quite disturbing, isn't it? But there's no reason you can't be shown it in secondary school, I don't think, because it, things, I mean, we watched it in Private Ryan, and I remember people, like, having to close their eyes at the beginning, and I've already oh, seen right. it, but, like, yeah. you know, but um, just, I mean, that, when that first came out, I, I, I remember everyone saying, you need to watch Stay in Private Ryan, like, the beginning's amazing, and I was thinking, what are they on about, like, what? Because, I mean, there have been video games where you play D-Day constantly after that film came out. But I, I remember, I don't think anything quite tops my experience of seeing that for the first time and being like, wow, how was this at 15? You know? It was, I mean, it's not as an educational tool as I like Shinder's List, but yeah. as a as a, the realities of war and yeah. what happened, you need it. And the it was, I think it was the first sort of instance of that happening, wasn't it? I mean, war films before that was like, where the heroes Clint Eastwood shooting yeah. the Germans and clutching their chests and all that, wasn't it? It was just but and the shell shock when when they, when they hit the water yeah. and, uh, and the sound, the way the sound was it is superb. Uh, but we, we need we need we need the reality and Yeah. I mean I like this demolition man future is like you know, where they, they have museums dedicated to Gun, which I always yeah. have a problem with that. Why are the guns loaded? Like, where did you get all that shotgun shells from and stuff? <laughs> you know, because they built the museum like, and they built new, uh, was it San San Angeles? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's built on the top of the ruins. So instead so maybe, of yeah. they just covered it up, they just literally so you that's how they, yeah, they've got some of it. But the loaded weapons, yeah, that makes no, no, sense. but I mean, it was cool. I mean, it's a cool scene, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
That's one of those ones. Don't scratch the surface too much on no. that one because that does make no sense. I never noticed that. Uh, so. So if you ever go up to Wesley Snipes and he asks you how much you weigh, don't answer him. Yeah. No, because <laughs> you're going to be dead. And uh, we mentioned the seashells. Yeah. San Angeles. On the top of. Yeah, it was built. San Angeles was built on the top of Los Angeles. So, again, covering up the past, the yeah, relics. Literally. So, yeah. I'll go back, go on to the oldies, oldies radio station. Oh, yeah. Commercials, the mini tunes. I actually, I think that seems hilarious. Yeah. It's just like. I'm a hot dogs. Yeah, the idea that. Were they real? Yeah. Yeah. Just the idea of, like, a radio station dedicated to commercial jingles. I mean, I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> Yeah, but they do logic in your head. No, no, I mean, but it's, it's just, and you can see it in Stallone's face, can't you, in the back yeah. seat, like, someone put me back in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the sort of thing, I mean, you do hum stuff. Yeah, you do, yes. Yeah. And if that's, again, being controlled because you can't listen to this yeah. stuff because it's all been outlawed. And also, even cleverer, the things you do have to listen to on the radio are things that sell things. Yeah. Commercial jingles. I mean, that's the point of having jingles and slogans, isn't it? You do remember them and whistle them and hum them. You mean, like, I don't want to go off on a toy as a kid? Yeah, exactly. Or, like, you know, I'm loving it, McDonald's. Yeah. Or, or Coca-Cola don't really have one anymore, do they? But but they used to pick songs in the... Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, how ingrained is the Christmas Coca-Cola? The holidays are coming. Yeah. The holidays are coming. Everyone knows that. Yeah. I think it's even the reason Santa's red, isn't it? It is. Because of Coca-Cola. Because yeah, it used to be green. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've read. So. Yeah. Oh, I got one. This is. I'll slow down. Sorry. Uh, the weapons thing. Uh, it's kind of funny when if you look at gun violence now. Yeah. That's the one thing the the demolition man did get completely wrong. We we seem to have gone the other way with oh, yeah. shooting in America at least. Yeah, I mean, it, that's kind of a few, part of that future. They probably would want, isn't it? Yeah, that's the that's the the idealized version yeah. where, you know, the only guns are in museums. And, yeah. But that's gone the opposite way. I also um, I remember um, there's a guy online called the Nostalgia Critic, obviously, and he did a review of it once. And I remember, you know, the scene where um, oh, when when they go to arrest Wesley Snipes and he's at the phone box or the like the nineties future button video conference yeah. thing and they're they're getting instructions on how to arrest him yeah and i remember him saying something like god I, I bet all black people wish that's what the lapd were like now you know <laughs> and it's kind of like that's even come back to hit us all isn't it like yeah. police control and you know like when you see the when you see simon phoenix getting arrested in the 90s and the police are like doing what they do now you know yeah. like roughing them up and get this maniac out of here and all that and then you come to this and they're like we're police officers. We're not trained to deal with this barbarity. <laughs> These, you know, with with what Simon Dean was, it was not a race thing. Simon no, Dean no, is a, a nat, psycho. Is a psycho nut job. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, Wesley Snipes is 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 brilliant in the role, yeah. and I never even read that into it. No. Like it was just he's a psycho, and they're there to get him. Yeah, and and that's that's how it should be. You yeah. know, you shouldn't when it, I mean, it comes to science fiction fantasy because I'd like to think that. My dream future is the if, if is the Star Trek future. Yeah, which is a utopia you would want. Yeah. So where so and and I and I think it's it's to do with 
my personal upbringing with the the you don't people either people are not judged on their color or anything is if you you know and and Simon Phoenix is a bad guy so he's not yeah. he's not like he could have been a white guy as well yeah it's not nothing to do with that is it oh it's, it's oh, oops and the microphone is gone so it's and it's, but uh, now it's with cops it is in, yeah. America, in the states at least the, the the bad ones they do seem to yeah I mean but that's been addressed in I think it's been it's, it's perfectly addressed in an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, oh, the one where he's jogging. He, oh, he's looking for his, uh, yeah, his daughter's uh, stuffed teddy bear that he fell out of yeah. the car. And, yeah, yeah. And he has to have that conversation about uh, race. Yeah, it was quite, I remember being quite shocked by that episode because it was quite, it went sort of serious. Didn't it? I mean, yeah. it's funny, it's still funny, but, you know, that it, it gets really serious, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think after the George Floyd thing, there's been loads of stuff sort of dealing with that, hasn't there? I mean... I watched a, a, this documentary documentary called LA 92 that was really good and it was about like you know the riots because yeah. of Rodney King and that and we're just there again aren't we yeah you know especially the Charlottesville thing I mean if you if you if any of you get the chance to see Black Klansman it's oh that's brilliant the ending the endings, it's 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 simultaneously hilarious yeah. and so saddening as well isn't yeah. it you know when they go to the the credits no, yeah that was just but yeah I mean it's all I mean, I think we wish there was something like, like the Roddenberry utopia, don't we? Or even yeah. some of this this demolition. I mean, with Demolition Man, it's more of a it's a utopia with a dystopia underneath, yeah. isn't it? You know, there's there's sort of there's dirty stuff going on underneath. Whereas you always get the impression that the Roddenberry one is a, is a kind of paradise, isn't it? It's you know, like it's there's no no I money, mean, no war. There's no. I mean, there ends up being war. Yeah, that's when he died and his rules went out the window. For me, it's always been with with, with Gene Rod with Gene Rod and with Star Trek. I mean, I'm not a fan of the original series. I liked the movies. I think, and we will probably podcast it or commentary track it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the I think motion picture, for me, is the defining moment in Star Trek. And yeah, it's a perfect representation of it. Uh, but it's and we've even got the uh, the fish out of water film as well, haven't we? In uh, Boy Home. Yeah, Boy Home. Yeah, the, the, we, we, uh, that's 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 uh, because he did. Preaching yeah. environmentalism to you know a time where really it was just it was just starting to be on the on the rise the yeah, environmentalism was, and how was it Reagan when that came out eighty four yeah it was eighty seven eighty seven eighty eight yeah. yeah, something like that wasn't it so but yeah on such a science fiction something I did notice and it was really out of, it could kind of show you how things can change between in a few years. Yeah. In 1993, Star Wars wasn't popular. And yet Spart John Spartan to Alfredo Gonzalez says, after he used his glow rod, says, hey Luke Skywalker, use the force. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. And it, it hit me. It was not popular. In no, 1993, it was not popular at I all. I kind of get the, the idea that that joke was a dig rather than a, a reference. You know, kind of like yeah. a, you know, like he, he's made, he's saying like, oh, you nerdy twat. Like, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. But, yeah, no, I totally forgot about that. It, is it after he stuns that guy? Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I, I thought, I, I thought it was, I, it was I, 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 I remember in '93, the only thing you had was you had selected um, micro machines. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was figures as well, wasn't there? I think, the was the, the three quarter inch you think about was '95. I was on '95. So you did, you had Bendems. God, I know too much about this. 
That's an unfortunate name for a figure, isn't it? Yeah, they were really... It was really... Because uh, Hasbro had lapped. Kenner had lapped. Kenner, yeah. So, Hasbro and it was... You had a comic book. And Star Wars was kind of underground. And you had the Super Nintendo games. But it wasn't the juggernaut that Star Wars is today. So... Did um, you have um, conventions? It just about... They had conventions. But it was not conventions as it is today. Or where it's like a huge like, yeah. building and... Yeah, you could probably fit every Star Wars fan in a room, but I mean, yeah, easily they did in '94 and run in Austria for the screen for a screening of the original trilogy, which turned out ironically being an amazing thing because you can't even watch those fucking cuts anymore. Nope, but we will fucking address that somewhere. Else. We will, and I think we have on. I think that's another, uh, another unless you can get hold of a DVD from the early 2000s. Yeah, and the thing that I really liked that this goes. I mean, you think about uh, Stallone, you know, he was always putting one man against the world if you look at Rambo. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of changed, started to change with Cliffhanger, then with Demolition Man, you've got a young Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. So it's still a buddy movie, which is in the vein of Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Or, to some extent, Die Hard. But yeah, that's pretty, yeah. Al. I really like Sandra Bullock in this. I think, I, I've got I've got a soft spot for her anyway. I think she's like one of my crushes, but I think she's really good in this, like, because she's, in a way, as much as, you know, Stallone and Snipes are kind of like the... Strange, because there's like there's quite a lot of audience characters in this. There's, you know, Stallone and Phoenix, as we said earlier. They're the um, they're kind of like fish out of water. They don't know what the hell's going on. But I think with, with Huxley as well, she's kind of... Because she's such a fan of the 20th century. And like, you know, like the, the police chief says the violence of the yeah. 20th century. You know that's that's us, isn't it? That's yeah. that's our entry point. Like she's the one in that doesn't feel right in her society kind of thing, and I, I think she plays that really well. Like because she has that really good sort of naive sort of face on her, doesn't she? Where she plays the like 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 she does in Speed as well. Yeah. You know that sort of, she's really good at that sort of. Um, I don't know. She's not a damsel, but you know, like the supporting actor person. Yeah, she's really good at that. I think. But she has an idealized version of what it is. Yeah, and how uh, and. Uh, it's like how we, if we went back to the sixties or seventies, and how we, our perception, we could read, we can read books on the subject. Yeah. But unless you've lived it, it's, it's, like, it's just yeah. It's... He says even the Wild West wasn't like the Wild West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was just about to say that the scene where she's like, oh, you know, when she's excited about how he's fought those guys, and he's like, hurting people's not a good thing. Well, sometimes. It is, yeah. but, uh, no, like he doesn't like hurting people. It's just what he's had to do. Yeah. And, and incidentally, that seems also hilarious because the preamble bit where um, they talk about um, the Schwarzenegger presidential. Over. Oh, like, the oh. Schwarzenegger! <laughs> I have that. that. That was that actually really. I thought that was fantastic. I mean, because I, 